Today's match is in the books, and now it's time to break it down. Welcome to Cougar Postmatch Live. Postmatch coverage of BYU women's soccer is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Sagicor Life Insurance Company, wise financial thinking for life. Smith's, low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Wilner and O'Reilly, immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. And by Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now, let's get you back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back to Torero Stadium here in San Diego, California. Final score, BYU 2 and USD 1 in overtime. It is Elise Flake with the game winner in the extra session. The first of up to two extra sessions. The second one, not needed. It is in the 97th minute. Elise Flake ended it, and BYU wins it by a score of 2-1. to one. Let's get you our Smith's stats of the game. Post-game stats brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. BYU outshoots USD by a margin of 23-13. to 13. Shots on goal by a margin of 11 to five. There were 16 fouls, nine against BYU, seven against San Diego, six corners, four taken by BYU, and two by the Toreros. The Cougars saw more offsides flags on the night. So BYU in those 23 shots got them thusly. Three from Lizzie Braby, three from Elise Flake, two from Coolahan, Wade, Felino, and Lyman. Singletons for Serracio, Gates, and Jefferson. Four shots for Cam Tucker, two shots for Ella Ballstead. Shots on goal go two. Lizzie Braby with one. Elise Flake with two, including our game winner. Olivia Wade had a couple. Singletons for Rachel Lyman, Maddie Gates, Alyssa Jefferson, and Ella Ballstedt. Two shots on goal for Cam Tucker. Those are your shooters. And shots on goal for BYU, a winner, 2-1. It was 1-0 San Diego at halftime. Summer Mason scored in the 30th, and USD took a lead into the break. In the second half, BYU equalized, courtesy of Maddie Gates in the 59th. Lyman plays to the top of the 18. Skips off Flake to Gates. Gates, a great look-up goal, and a goal for Maddie Gates. Maddie Gates from 10 yards, middle of the box. BYU creates quickly on the counter. A start to Rachel Lyman. It finishes with Maddie Gates scoring. At least Flake was involved, and BYU's equalized in the 59th minute. So it was 1-1 in the 59th. Gates with her fifth. The assists go to Elise Flake and Rachel Lyman. We go through 90 minutes, tied at one. We go to overtime for the first time since BYU at Nebraska back in mid-August. And it was in the 98th minute in a one-all match that Elise Flake, who had the assist on the equalizer, gets the game winner. Elise Flake sent down the left wing for BYU. Flake has to bisect two defenders, turns one of them around, puts it to her right foot. Shot by Elise. Is it coming? It is. And it's a goal to winner for Elise Flake. It's a right-footed rocket, and the Cougars take it 2-1 in overtime. Just like that, across the top of the box, teeing up that dangerous right foot, and a winner for Elise Flake, who joins us here in the broadcast booth at Torero Stadium. Elise, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> what a great shot, and what a way to finish this match. You guys haven't played an overtime game in so long. The drama is dripping in the extra session. How did you guys feel getting through 90 tied at 1? Yeah, it was crazy, crazy game. Um, awesome for Sid to tie it up, so just to keep us in the game. Um, Hard-fought battle by the entire team. 90th minute, we um, knew what we had to do, um, and we knew that if we stuck together as a team, um, then we could do anything. So that's what, just what we were talking about after the 90 minutes. So You guys came into this game on quite a roll. You'd won three in a row. You'd won six or seven. You were loose. You were happy. You were confident. And then, boom, San Diego's got you on the back foot. They played a really nice first half hour of this match in particular and really took the game to you. Yeah, they did for sure. Super tough team. They came out with such a high press, which is kind of something we haven't seen for um, a few games for our season here. Um, so that was kind of took us by surprise, I think, just how hard they were pressing. Um, so, yeah, the first half, they 
they did awesome and a great shot by their player. But. Yeah, it was. Well, and at least how do you get... I mean, because I think that first half we were having a hard time generating some of the offense um, up top. So how how do you shift that for yourself um, just because you guys were working so hard, but it just wasn't kind of falling for you guys? So how do you get yourself into that spot where you're just like, okay, we can do this? Like, how do you get mentally there? Yeah, the first half was kind of tough. When we all came off, we were kind of talking about it. Um, but like I said earlier, we just like said, okay, if we got, we got to stick as a team, um, we, we know what we need to do. We need to... We actually said we had to go more direct, which is something that we usually don't do in our normal like speed of speed of play. Um, but it worked for us, and we just ended up just going long a few times, and we got some good runs. So. You heard how the play sounded. Uh, how did it uh, progress in your mind as you were running through the play yourself, the overtime game winner? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, Jen was really urging us to go just through instead of checking back so much. So when Josie got the ball, I just kind of made that run, um, and then just I don't know, took it and scored. <laughs> but. Uh, lucky shin pads, maybe. Yeah. Uh, she, she got to the park tonight without her shin pads. How'd that happen? Yep, I left him at home. My dad, luckily, is, came to the game, so he brought him with him. So. With little luck. So with your dad in the stands, he's got the shin pads. Yeah, she forgot her shin pads. And so before the game, she had to trot on over and get him from dad. And so, uh, yeah, not that we want to do that every game, but it turned out to be a little lucky touch tonight. I guess so. Yeah, uh, first goal, uh, Maddie's goal. You were involved in that as well, and it starts with Rachel Lyman. Another assist from the right wing for Rachel. Bing has been so good on that right side. Yeah, for sure. Super dangerous. Sid was in a great spot and just great finish. She's been practicing those finishes every single day, so I'm glad she got that goal. So that made it 1-1. Again, kind of a chance to kind of settle in. Now it's a game, and then it took it all the way through 90 overtime. It's a third overtime match for BYU, but again, the first one since Nebraska in uh, in late August, and the first game of the season BYU played was an overtime game winner at Cal State Fullerton. So BYU's done well with two wins and a draw when they go to overtime. So this was the first game, uh, at least, of a four-match away stretch for you. And, uh, of course, every match in league is crucial. But having to play four in a row away from home, if you're going to contend for this league and win it, it might be depending on what you do here in this uh, in this road swing. It's off to a great start. What about the challenge of being away from home for four straight right now? Yeah, for sure. It's super tough traveling. Um, but I think we're excited. We had some home games, and we're just excited to be on the road. We've been having fun here in San Diego. And so it's, it's just we kind of make it fun. I mean, we have to do it, so might as well enjoy it. Yeah. Okay, Lisa, I always wonder because uh, in, when I played, I never got to score on those game-winning <laughs> goals, right? So what goes through your head in that moment? I mean, because you were just so calm and composed, and you've done it so many times, and I know Greg and I are, like, on the edge of our seats, like, okay, she's going to hit it, she's going to get it, like, come on. So what goes through your head in that moment? Because that's, like, so exciting and so, like, nerve-wracking. Honestly, so I much pressure. <laughs> I don't even know. I just kept looking up the clock, and the time just kept ticking, and I just, I mean, it was a whole team effort, but it was awesome. It was an awesome finish. All right. Beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful finish. And now it's another, it's a week between games. So you get to travel home, have a good week of work, some relaxation, hopefully to recuperate, and then back out on the road at Pep. Huge game at Pepperdine. Uh, Pepperdine's given BYU great games and tough games over the years. Always tough to win in Malibu. That's your next challenge. Yeah. Back, back here in California. Yeah, we're excited, though. All right, Elise, nice job tonight. Congratulations on the game winner. Congrats to the team as a whole, and uh, good luck next weekend. Thanks, Greg. All right, that is Elise Flake, who wins the game tonight for BYU in the first of up to two overtime periods. Just took one tonight in the 98th. BYU wins it 2-1 on the Elise Flake winner. We'll come back with Coach Jen Rockwood on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Postmatch Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For the final word on today's match, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Oh, we love round numbers. Career win number 370 for 
for Coach Jen Rockwood. BYU defeats San Diego by a score of 2-1 to one in overtime. First session of overtime, Elise Flake in the 98th after Maddie Gates equalized in the 59th. This after Summer Mason opened the scoring for USD in the uh, 29th in the 30th minute. What a game it was as uh, San Diego had BYU a bit on the back foot to start and BYU with a great response, equalizing in the second half and then winning it in the extra session. For those of you who missed it, here's how the game winner sounded in overtime. Elise Flake sent down the left wing for BYU. Flake has to bisect two defenders, turns one of them around, puts it to her right foot. Shot by Elise, is it coming? It is, and it's a goal to winner! For Elise Flake! It's a right-footed rocket, and the Cougars take it 2-1 in overtime! That's how it sounded. BYU 2, San Diego 1. Our final score here at Torero Stadium in San Diego, California. Time now for our Zions Bank post-match coach interview with Jen Rockwood, brought to you by Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. You guys have a good touch in overtime. You've won twice and drawn once in the extra sessions. Haven't played an overtime game in a while, Jen, but what a wild one and what a great way to finish it. Yeah, I'm exhausted, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, obviously a very challenging game for us. San Diego came out so strong and just really um, made us uncomfortable, you know, and uh, it's good. We haven't seen that um, in a few games, and uh, we had a hard time settling down, and they scored, and at halftime, we just told the girls we might have to play a different style. You know, our style wasn't working for us, and we girls did a great job of making some adjustments and really turned it on in the second half. San Diego was a team that came in on a three-game skid. They were 0-2 in league, but they didn't play like that at all. No, I mean, it was really inspired soccer from San Diego, and maybe just what you guys needed to, uh, to really, uh, you know, uh, see a challenge, confront the challenge, and overcome it the way you did. Yeah, I mean, we've been playing really well, and then coming into this game, you know, San Diego really came after us, and, uh, you know, they kind of did to us what we've done to our opponents the last three games, and they were knocking the ball around, they were getting in behind us, um, they were putting a lot of pressure on us, and, and we played a lot of the first half in our defensive end, and like I said, at halftime, we just decided to go more direct. We've got lots of great speed, and and uh, we, we know that our, our goals come from inside the box, and that's what we told them. We just got to be more dangerous and I thought our effort and our energy the game became very physical um, and we really just battled and battled in that second half and then in the overtime. Well it's something we've seen from BYU all year long I think they've shown a lot of resiliency and I think they've overcome a lot of like hard things this season um, and obviously you go down 1-0 at the beginning of the game and you're like oh no and you mm -hmm. had mentioned before we even started playing like hey um, this could be a challenging game mm -hmm. so how do you like I know at halftime you kind of gave them that talk but how do you keep them like continuing to like rise to the occasion because I feel like they continue to keep rising and like raising the bar every game. You know, um, as we said right after the game, great teams find ways to win, and uh, these guys have found ways. Um, and, you know, in, in some tough cir circumstances, and you know, Sid's been frustrated because she hasn't scored a few, you know, goals in a few games, and uh, that's when we really needed it the most. And uh, she came and got the tie, and, and it it, it kind of gave us some momentum going in. Um, you know, into overtime and into the last 15, 20 minutes and had some good looks. But, you know, it was conference games are tough and especially on the road and anything can happen. And I uh, this was a great test for us to see how we bounce back. The girls were real frustrated at halftime um, because things weren't kind of going our way and we were back on our heels. And and like I said, we just fought back physically and mentally, um, had to resort to a different style of play and, and had success with it. You got the goals from the players you count on to score them. Uh, Elise and Maddie didn't have a shot in the first half. But by the end of the game, 
Elise has scored her eighth of the year, 14th of her career, Mm -hmm. and Maddie has scored her fifth of the year, sixth of her career. So those two combined for 20 career goals. They are your two leading goal scorers on the roster, and they are your two leading goal scorers on the season, and those are the players you need to make the plays they made here in the second half and in overtime. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Lisa's just uh, so dangerous um, when we can get her faced up and going at people. And, uh, and Sid just starts our defense. And Sid really brought the energy in the second half um, with her pressure up high. And, and when Sid runs that hard, it makes everybody else play harder. So uh, such a leader on and off the field. And, and Elise came through really big. And I think, you know, you, when you have someone you know can do what Elise does, it always gives you the confidence. And our girls did a great job of finding her the ball. You know, it wasn't playing four or five connecting passes like we've been doing the last three games. It was hey, let's get the ball out and get her running in behind. And it was effective. And now we know, you know, we can play both styles if we need to. Something Dave Rose has always told me over the years is there are a lot of different ways to win a game. Absolutely. And we found a way to win. And that's what I said. This is a, I I don't know that we, I don't remember winning too many overtime games in conference play. And so this was a real big one uh, over the years and certainly for this season and this team. And and, um, we can regroup and get ready. And every weekend's a battle and Pepperdine next weekend is going to be just as challenging. And, um, but we've, we've learned and we've grown from this and hopefully built some more confidence. You stay top of the table, three, and zero in the West coast conference. That means everything. Uh, A couple of firsts, by the way, you did two things tonight. You had not done at all this season. You want to know what they were? I would love to. Okay. Uh, you had not won a game when conceding first. And that was in the back of my head when we gave up that goal. So thanks for those stats. I, right. did, I did look at that. So we overcame that. Yes, you, you were 0-2-1 you, you were when, when conceding first, and yes. you win that game. Yes. And you also had not won a game when trailing at halftime. I knew that stat too, dang it. <laughs> and uh, I still believe. I still believe. So I was I was cheering as loud as I could. And, you know, we, we cheer on the girls and try and yell at them. I know they can't hear us. But uh, those of us on the sideline gave everything we had. The girls did a great job on the sideline with their support. I thought our players who came in, gave us some really quality minutes. Ella, Cam, and McKaylee in particular. Ashton had to come in. Shea had to come in. And I just thought it was a great team effort tonight. You had players get banged up, come back in. Josie Gwynn, Michaela Coulihan, toughing it out, giving you all they possibly could. So what a comeback for BYU here on the California coast. 2-1 is your final in overtime. BYU stays undefeated in WCC play. They've won four games in a row overall, seven of their last eight. Goals keep pouring in. And tonight it was an overtime game winner in the 98th to get the job done and seal the deal here in San Diego. Jen, congratulations. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. That is Jen Rockwood. And that's wrap it up from San Diego. Our thanks to all those who made our broadcast tonight possible. ESPN 60, BYU Radio, Nathan Israelson, our control board operator in Provo, along with our coordinating producer, Terry South. I believe intern Aaron was assisting tonight. Was that right, uh, Izzy, back there? We had intern Aaron. Aaron Fitzner was helping out at BYU Radio. So thanks to our crew back in Utah. And, of course, for my broadcast partner, Jenny Bug-Smith. Bug, good to be with you again. We'll do it some more, I'm sure. It's always great to be with you, Gregory. Great win. Nice job by Bug. And our thanks to Elise Flake, our postgame guest, and Jen Rockwood, of course, for her postgame comments. So for all the aforementioned and for the BYU Soccer Media Relations staff, led by Tatiana Monson, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in. Final score, BYU 2, San Diego 1 in overtime. That'll do it. In the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Women's Soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long. America's finest city, San Diego, California. Bye. You have been listening to live coverage of BYU women's soccer on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's match has been brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward, Sagicor Life Insurance Company, wise financial thinking for life, Smith's, low prices, market fresh at Smith's, Wilner and O'Reilly, 
immigration solutions in Utah and abroad at wilneroreilly.com. And by Zions Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. BYU Women's Soccer is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Women's Soccer is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.